Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Happy Mother's Day. Well, for anybody that knows my mother, she's the greatest gift this side of heaven, and I'm so thankful for her. And happy Mother's Day to every mother out there. You all should be wearing capes because you are superheroes, and I honor you today. Well, my happy little message this morning has nothing to do with Mother's Day, but I pray that it blesses you. And as you guys well know, I have always been a dreamer. And I vividly remember sitting in my business management lectures and imagining what it would be like to graduate from college, getting a job like that, making six or seven figures per year, traveling on a private jet to and from my corporate meetings, and having to buy a brand new wardrobe for my very important role. You can imagine my extreme disappointment (laughs) when reality hit after college and I got a job making $12 an hour. After the taxes were taken out, it was almost like, why bother? Should I just make a career of staying home and doing nothing? I worked in a small purple cubicle in an office with no windows. Nothing like the corner office with a view that I had imagined. But I still gave it my best. And I went through this season of a few months on the job where I'm like, I mean, surely there's room for a pay increase. So I asked my boss for a meeting after a few months of working there, and he gave me the meeting. And I went through a five-part presentation on why I was deserving of a pay increase. Well, he gave me a $4 pay raise on the spot, and I'll never forget thanking him, calmly walking out of the room. I went straight to the bathroom, let the door close behind me, and then I jumped up and down in front of the vanity mirror. Well, after about a week of getting told I was getting a pay increase, the company closed its California operations and me and 250 other employees were terminated. So I packed up my purple cubicle in a cardboard box, all my personal items fit in one box, and I carried everything to the car with tears in my eyes. Just when things were getting good, Just when things seemed to be going right, God closed the door. Revelation chapter 3 verse 7 says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the keys of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I've been studying the book of Ezekiel, and God grants Ezekiel visions of the temple. And in Ezekiel chapter 43, Ezekiel has a vision of the glory of the Lord, the glory of God returning to the temple. And Ezekiel 43 verse 2 says, And I saw the glory of the God of Israel coming from the east. Notice east. His voice was like a roar of rushing waters, and the land was radiant with his glory. Verse 4 says, the glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing east. There were four gates to the temple, one facing north, one facing south, one facing east, and one facing west. 
if you skip from there to chapter 44, verses 1 through 2, it says, Then he brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, which faces east, but it was shut. And the Lord said to me, This gate shall be shut, it shall not be opened, and no man shall enter by it, because the Lord God of Israel has entered by it. Therefore, it shall remain shut. So when God opens the door, no one, no one can shut it. And when God closes the door, no one can open it. I find it significant that after the glory of, the, uh, that after the glory of God entered the temple, through the east gate, it was to remain closed. When God opens and shuts a door in your life, it will remain closed. If it's for you, you will have it. If it's your door, the blessing will come to you. No one can reach where God reaches, and I kind of love that. Mm -hmm. No one can interrupt God's plan for your life when you're in the perfect will of God. Amen. When God closes the door, a door, the door, any door, it's only a matter of time before he opens the one you're meant to walk through next. Right. It was less than two weeks after I was let go along with 250 other employees and God opened the door to a job in a high-rise office with a view of the ocean. And get this, my starting salary was 60% more than what I was making at the previous company. Why do I mention that? Because God will always increase and elevate us. If he closes a door in your life, it's not to bring you less, it's to bring you more. Right. We are willing to settle, starting to grow comfortable in that perfect, in that, in that perfect, no. In starting to grow comfortable in that purple cubicle with no windows. Mm -hmm. Oh, but God had so much more in store. Yes. He had a high-rise building with views of the ocean the waves coming to shore, and room for growth and opportunity. In my short time of life on this earth, I have learned to fall on my knees and bow my face before God when he closes a door. I used to knock on closed doors till my knuckles were sore and bruised. Or I'd look for a window, or I'd look for a crack of light to come through the closed door no longer. When God closes the door, I say, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for wanting more for me in my life that I had ever hoped for or dreamed of or imagined. The closed doors don't always make sense until we reach the open one. And then there's this light bulb, this eureka aha moment of, oh, my Lord, thank you for being all-knowing. Thank you for knowing what was around that bend because I certainly didn't. <laughs> Ezekiel chapter 46 verse 9 says, But when the people of the land come before the Lord on the appointed feast days, whoever enters by way of the north gate to worship shall go out by way of the south gate, and whoever enters by way of the south gate shall go out by way of the north gate. He shall not return by way of the gate through which he came, but shall go out through the opposite gate. I love reading about this custom. Those that came to worship, if they entered through the north-facing doors, they had to leave through the south-facing doors. And any churchgoers that walked into service through the south entrance had to leave through the north entrance. Each and every time you come into contact with the master, you will go out different than you came in. Mm -hmm. 
That's the significance. You entered one way and you will leave another. You entered down and out and you will leave encouraged. You entered sick and you will be, you will be healed and you will leave healed. You entered lost and you will leave found. If you have not prayed for God's perfect will for your life, I encourage you to do that today and every day for the rest of your life. Not my will, but thine, O oh God. Because you are Alpha and Omega, because you are beginning and the ending, he which is, which was, and which is to come, almighty, most holy God. He knows and he cares. Let him open the right door and don't cry over the closed ones. Save your tissues, you're going to need them because we're out of paper towels, okay? So move right along. You're wasting your time. If it's not for you, keep walking. If it's not for you, keep running. Keep pushing forward. There's another door on the horizon, and the only way you're going to see it is if you keep moving forward. It's coming. It has your name on it. Trust him. Submit to him. And when that door opens and it comes, and it's for you, you will thank God for every closed one. Amen. The last verse of the last chapter of the book of Ezekiel is powerful. Ezekiel chapter 48 verse 35 says, all the way around shall be 18,000 cubits. That's going to be the size of the temple. And there, excuse me, and the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. And the name of the city from that day shall be, the Lord is there. Mm -hmm. Know this, we are modern day temples of God. When you submit to God's perfect will in your life, friends and enemies alike will look at your life and say, surely the Lord is there. Surely it's the hand of God upon their life because it's impossible made possible. They have more than they deserve, more than they could have possibly earned on their own. The name of the city from that day shall be, the Lord is there. And let it be said, the name over my life and the name over your life is Jesus. And surely the Lord is there. God bless you. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.